I don't know who's going to be watching, but I am recording my podcast live right now. So, trying to keep within theme of the previous podcast. The last one was um, No Friends, No Problems. This time, I'm going to talk about the time that I was a bad friend. Um, So... The title of this podcast is called Accountability, the time that I was a bad friend, but also hashtag I'm sorry, not sorry. And I'm going to explain why after I say each reason, which I'm going to give three times that I was a bad friend and what I did and it was fucked up. And why I'm not sorry. So welcome to watching me live and recording this live. Thank you. So time number one. If I have anybody in my family watching me live, yes, I'm smoking. I'm not trying to hear that shit. All of this is going on the recording. So time number one. I slept with a homegirl's boyfriend in her bed. Hey, from Columbus. Hey, so let me tell you about this situation and why I'm just calling her a homegirl because I think there's a difference between uh, a homegirl and somebody that's just your friend, even though either way it was wrong. Really, she was my friend's roommate and I used to party with this girl. I'm not going to say any names, but um, we used to all go out, party, club, it was college or whatever, and uh, one of them times we went out and my friend didn't go out, but um, I went party with her roommate, which I I became cool with, but I never considered her like a friend because, you know, in order to be someone's friend, you have to, you know, go through stuff with them. At least that's what I feel is the makings of organic friendship. Let me put this out. I'm talking now. I think I'm loaded. It's good. (sighs) So we went out. We partied. We drank. At the time, it wasn't really Facebook was popping, but Facebook was a thing because Facebook was just for college students. But my space was big. So, yeah, we went out to this party. I want to say I think it was in Lafayette or whatever. And she was dating this guy. And we all went out and we were drunk and having a good time. Me and her boyfriend, like, wanted to stay out or whatever. But she had to be at something. I forgot what she was going to school for. Um, cause she was a transfer student too, but, um, she needed to get somewhere to do like clinicals or whatever in the morning in Baton Rouge and she didn't even have time to sleep, but I was tired, but I still wanted to party. Like if we going to party, let's do this. But if we going to go back, I'm going to sleep somewhere. Cause I'm too, I'm too fucked up to drive home. Can you tell where the story is going? Okay. So we drive back and we go back to her apartments that she shared with my friend and she leaves. I fall asleep on the sofa. He falls asleep in the bedroom. 
Um, I don't think I would sleep too long before I had a tap on my shoulder. Um, I knew better. I'm not going to go into detail what happened next. Um, but I, I, I didn't care. I was wrong. That was fucked up. But here's the thing. This is how she found out. She um, went through his MySpace because apparently he got to messaging me on MySpace about that encounter that I thought, um, you know, we flirted around with it, but I also, we, we made it understood that it wasn't going to be something that uh, happened again. Yeah, I'm going to blame it on the alcohol, but I, I, I was, we were both aware because we were, you know, inboxing each other on MySpace, you know, about it. But he initiated the conversation like, bro, I was drunk, but I ain't forget type of shit. Uh, you know, because I'm fantastic. <laughs> anyway, but um, she found messages back and forth between me and him and me. I'm not the greatest liar in the world. Um, so I just came out like, yeah, um, what you see is 100% true or whatever. And she was like, well, that's fucked up. I, you know, had you in my car. We were cool. I thought we were friends. And I'm like, yeah, it's fucked up. I know. I'm sorry. Like going through all the motions. And then, you know, she hangs up in my face, of course. Um, she calls back, uh, I want to say maybe an hour later and said, you're lying and you want him. And I was like, why am I lying? And I'm like, well, I have no reason to lie to you. And um, I think at the time I had told her roommate, which was my actual friend, what had happened. And she was like, I thought I heard something. And she laughed. <laughs> she laughed. Um, but she asked me a random question. She was like, well, if you did this with him, what color is his dick? <laughs> And I'm like, well, why is that important? It was dark in the room. I don't remember. Like, you know, that didn't happen like that. And she was like, well, just tell me. I'm like, I don't know. He a black ass nigga to shit brown. So she was like, you're wrong. See, I knew. He said uh, because he has something distinctive on his penis. And I'm like, girl, I wasn't eye to eye with the shit. So um, he told her they were lying, uh, that I was lying. Um, he denied it of course but uh years down the road he uh <laughs> you would have said green years down the road he stills you know brings it up as like a, a rememberable moment <laughs> why i'm not sorry because she went on to go around the school to make me look stupid and really like you were kind of jocking my style anyway and talking like me. Even your roommate was saying that you were copying me and copying things that I was doing. Not to mention, you went out of your way to make me look bad. So, and then flash forward, you're not even with him and you kind of fell off the face of the earth. So, sorry, not sorry. You learned your lesson. I learned mine. 
So that's time number one. I shouldn't have did that. That shit was fucked up. I shouldn't have slept with that girl's man in her bed. Um, but I did that shit. Sorry. But not really, because I wasn't sorry about it at the time. No regrets. But time number two is also another time when my uh, vagina was involved. Um, I slept with a friend's dad. I'm not sorry about that. I apologize to her to make the situation better, but I, I am really not sorry about that. And I'm going to get to why. But I'm going to get to what happened, just like I explained the first situation. So we on situation number two. Um, we were in cosmetology school together. If anybody who went to cosmetology school with me knows who I'm talking about, if you was somebody that I speak to. Um, she was having a birthday party and I was also married. And I was having a, a, a bad part of my marriage. In that said marriage, uh, I felt like I was alone in everything. Um, I was the only one working and going to school at the time and we were living with his mother and that was a situation in itself so um, this person was a friend <laughs> damn vagina monologues right um, it happens when the shit's good but anyway um, she was actually helping me look for an apartment to leave this man because I was trying to save money to like move around. Plus, at the time, I just found out um, my mom was really sick with something that had a, a life expectancy. So, um, yeah, I was planning on leaving this man because I kind of had enough of being in, in that marriage and arguing with his mom. Um... But she was having a birthday party. <clears throat> and she told me her dad was coming in town. And she already gave me the rundown about her dad. She already said, my dad is going to try you. You're young, you're pretty, you shape kind of nice. My dad is going to flirt with you hard. And as she said, the whole birthday party, dad was on my neck. And I didn't mind it because you know what? He wasn't a bad looking man. And um, again, drinking. And at the time I had a small car and I wasn't okay enough to drive home. And the plan was supposed to be because uh, said friend was also so messed up that she was already passed out somewhere and somebody drove her home. She was knocked out. Um, what he was supposed to do was uh, drive me to my car and then like follow me because I was like, I'm going to get home tonight because my if I don't get home, my husband's going to think I did something because this is like not my type of behavior any fucking way, even though I don't give a fuck about it. And I was saying all of that in this car and this man, I saw in my peripheral vision, he was grinning too fucking much when I was saying this. Now I realize it. But um, instead of driving me to a car, this man drove me to 
the days before Uber or Lyft. There, I think there was Uber or Lyft, but like I had a car and I, my intention was at the time was to get home. But let me get to what happened. So he drove me to a Holiday Inn. And he was like, he said some shit and it sounded like, it sounded like you need to uh, relax. <laughs> and he said, if you trust me this much, would you trust me to go into this room? And I was like, yep. <laughs> I followed this man to the room and he, this old man has gave the best head of my life he was nasty as I don't know what and that's part of the reason why I'm not sorry about it at all even though I told her I was sorry and we also lied and told her that it only happened once mm -mm. girl we had sex in your grandmama house and she know it too she saw me she gave me something to eat. And I'm saying this now because guess what she did? And another reason why I'm not sorry. And this is like, girl, fuck you. <sighs> she went and told Daryl, and I was going to tell Daryl myself. And she don't know what type of situation I was in with this man who was... Um, you know how men who weren't half raised when they're desperate, how they act, and I'm not going to go into detail about that. Not to mention, if it wasn't for me, she wouldn't have her said license because I went past the school and out my way to drive and pick her up and bring her to school, and she never offered gas. She never offered anything. And then on top of that, when I found out I was pregnant, <laughs> she um, she had some things to say about my child, especially if I named my child with the M name. And anybody who knows me knows I love M names. My first child name is Mason. And she was like, she's supposed to be this Christian and you know people associate that with being good and that's really uh, BS but she kind of said some things as to me and my child can go to hell and all sorts of stuff and that she doesn't wish me well and that my life is bad and that uh, she's going to let everybody know how horrible of a person I am and uh, all sorts of bullshit so things that's not supposed to be of um, her mom being a so-called first lady or whatever. Um, but yeah, she went out her way also to make me look bad. And then when she saw me again, she was all smiles and she looked fat as shit and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> uh, but she's fat and married somewhere. Um, what's this story about? Uh, times where I was... Uh, <laughs> Times where I was a bad friend and I was a bad friend at that moment. I shouldn't have done what I did.
Um, I'm also saying um, not just times where I was a bad friend um, and admitting my wrongs. Uh, and I'm also in the middle of doing a live podcast. But I um, am also saying why I'm not sorry. Um, mainly the, the, the end, end of it all is I'm not sorry because I wasn't sorry about it at the time. And I apologize because it was the right thing to do. But, um, I learned something from it and that's another reason why I'm not sorry. I learned, um, boundaries, things I shouldn't have done. And I fucked up both ways because even though I didn't like certain things about my husband, he never cheated and I did. Um, but I'm not sorry about the situation because I was happy and I enjoyed myself at the time. So, like, I did that. Oops. <laughs> Living in my truth going live about it on my podcast plus my podcast is a personal documentary so last time and most recent time where I was a bad friend um I ghosted a friend instead of telling them about themselves and what I don't like about them and what was bothering me about them and I just felt like um I just wanted to avoid conflict. I don't like conflict. I don't uh, like to argue with people anymore. I don't. Um, I don't care to raise my voice above what I'm talking right now. Like I don't want to do that. And that person has showed me traits and characteristics of them being able to go there and take things there. Um, because they showed me some very passive aggressive petty type of um, characteristics and I didn't like it and I didn't want to say anything and I wanted to try and tolerate it because this person uh, does have good qualities but it got to a point to where it was bothering me and I had let it go on too far to even say anything. And I've let this person treat and talk and handle things in such a way to where I've, I should have said something sooner. And now because I did not create a monster. Um, so, yeah, I do. But I shouldn't have lied. But this is what made me uh, feel like, well, I'm glad and I did dodge a bullet. This person had one last passive aggressive petty thing to say um, in our last conversation. And I was like, it was almost to the point to where it was a reach and it was also unnecessary. Like you didn't have to say that. And I know that without you saying my name that you are referencing me and what you're saying. And really just either come out and say it, but I can't ask you to come out and say something because really I'm keeping to myself how much I hate this about you. <laughs> so the fact that they kind of left guns ablazing, but because the the bullets didn't have my name on it, I couldn't get mad. 
even though they took shots at me. It didn't hit me, but I knew it, it was for me. Um, I don't feel bad also because since I've did that, things have progressed for me very well. Um, things are going well. Things have been moving along how I've been wanting them to move along um, for the past three months. What I've been wanting for the past three months has been happening in the past three weeks. So, um, again, that's another reason why I feel like I was fucked up because maybe if I would have told them, maybe they could have corrected that about them or maybe they would have just stopped doing that bullshit with me and still been like that with everybody else. And once, as soon as they got comfortable again, they would have been back on their same bullshit because that's what I think, you know, once people show like a certain characteristic, I can't make them change. That's up to them. So I don't know. Um, I feel bad that I didn't say anything, but I, I'm not sorry because I feel lighter. So I don't know. So those were my times that I was a horrible friend. Um, I did wrong. I'm not perfect. Um, I fucked up before. Um... I've learned from them, and I think that's that's the the point of it all. That's the the end result is to learn from it. Um, and it's not things that I will be doing again, and and they are also not things that define me. So that is it for this episode. You know, I like to try and keep it short under. 30 minutes or less like pizza. Um, this is my documentary that I'm using as a journal. I hope uh, these stories are relatable. Thank you. I'm trying to be transparent. I'm trying to use this as a, um, a journal, a, heal, a healing process. Um, just something that I hope is, is relatable. So, because I know I ain't the only one that's that's fucked up and has fucked up and will fucked up. So, that's it. So, thank you again. This is The Breakdown. Um, tonight's episode, accountability. I am taking accountability that I've been a horrible friend before. I'm an awesome person now. Um times that I fucked up, but sorry, not sorry. Hey, y'all got y'all licks back. So, I apologize to you, but when I did, I wasn't really sorry. Bye.